Hello and welcome. My name is Tim. I am Dante. And I'm Murphy Durfee. And this is Go Mode, a link to the past randomizer podcast. Guys, uh, right before we started this recording, I was watching MasterChef mm-hmm. and it got me thinking we've never really talked about uh, food, I don't think, on the podcast before. We so. talked about Eastern North Carolina barbecue. Okay, oh, yeah, specifically, true. sorry, sorry, I should be more specific. My apologies. <laughs> we never talked about cooking before, I don't okay. think. And I, I, I wondered are either of you big into uh, cooking? Uh, I live purely on delivery food. <laughs> okay. Well, I actually, as I was asking the question, I realized that I do know that because most times, like right before we start recording, you're like, eh, I'm just waiting on McDonald's to arrive or something. <laughs> yep, yeah, that's me. Very, very healthy and very cheap. That's fair. So, Dante, what about you? Are you a chef? It depends on what you mean by chef. I mean, I can spritz a brisket. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> or whatever but your I, biscuit spritzer uh, yeah exactly um but i mean a lot of the stuff i'm doing with this nutrition plan right now uh i am uh having to sit over a stove for a few of the meals so it, that's um i guess i'd say 50 percent of them because i'm i'm literally eating the same thing every day and my nutritionist is always like you know you could have some variety and i'm like i found something that works i'm gonna stick to it unless you tell me to <laughs> not do that like plus it keeps the grocery bill down because if i plan for like 10 different meals, you know, the grocery bill goes way up and, you know, inflation's a thing. You have a nutritionist? Yeah, I'm on week eight right now of a 12 week plan uh, where I'm like very strict about what I what I eat. And like yesterday I was at a a July 4th party on the third and uh, I had like one cookie or something (laughs) and. I was kind of dying as I ate a chicken wrap <clears throat> with guacamole, like a guacamole with uh, avocado and tomatoes and spinach versus everybody else pounding hamburgers, beers and hot dogs and cake and cheesecake. And yeah, it was, a, it was a sad time. Yeah. Wow. That sounds a little sad. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you're a hard worker and uh, you know, it'll all pay off for you. I'm sure. I mean, you, so it's been eight weeks. I mean, how, what's your so assessment I, of the, it's been working so far. I, uh, the, the meal plan's fine. Like I started right now, I started at like what? One ninety nine, and currently like one eighty three. Um, I've had more energy losing weight this time than I have any other time, which is good. Uh, she's been a little, aggravating to deal with. I'm supposed to have a weekly meeting and she's canceled two of them. And I'm like, all right, well, great. (laughs) Uh, But other than that, uh, it's been, it's been good. Uh, The food's good. I'll say that. Like I was describing it to someone yesterday and they said, you sound so miserable. And I'm like, no, I couldn't remember what a caper was when I was trying to describe a recipe. And I'm like, my brain was melting. So, um, but yeah, I think everything they were projecting. Yeah, they were. Everything I was eating was I've been eating is like really tasty. Uh, I I do really miss my like like smoking a brisket or ribs or something that I'm that's really bad for you, but really good to you. But I I, I do enjoy cooking like, you know, my wife made a Big Mac and cheese yesterday. I kind of helped a little bit and I didn't get to eat it. I just was. You didn't eat any of it. I had like two noodles and a little bit of the cheese and that was it. And it's like. I was, I was crying on the inside. I can imagine. (laughs) I think that's very commendable. I've often thought about like getting a nutritionist, especially after the COVID times, because I've put on some serious weight and I have like, especially living on delivery like I do, I have no clue how to lose weight. I don't know what to order or what to eat or what not to eat or whatever. I just eat when I'm hungry and then I eat whatever I feel like, which has turned me into this blob. Uh, Yeah. Nonsense. So, so you look, you look fine. You I can plug great. today's sponsor. Not, not today's sponsor. Uh, we're not sponsored. Um, but the the app that the nutritionist uses is called Eat Love. Apparently, mm-hmm. there's a, like a web page. You can sign up for like a free trial. My wife is probably going to do that, is what she said. But when you have the the like n- when you don't have an actual nutritionist like as, like prescribing it for you, you can't use the app. But it's a website, and the website looks exactly like the app. So I, mm. I think you can just log in on the web page on your phone and you just don't mm-hmm. get to the convenience of an app. Um, but it tells you yeah. literally like, here's your grocery list. It exports it to like Walmart and other companies and you can have it like mm. delivered. Uh, we did that one time and when I was trying like 15 different meals and I think I spent like $400 on groceries and it was a bad <laughs> idea. <laughs> Luckily we did eat it all, but <laughs> mm. uh, that was, that was wow. a little bit of trying times, but 
Um, but yeah, it's like, it's super nice just because it tells you like the measurements and everything and then what to do. Mm-hmm. And I, I was worried I was doing it wrong and I wasn't. So, um, I'm just doing that. Yeah. We, we, de- I derailed us to, to nutritionist versus cooking. <laughs> I, no, I, have, I, I mean, I, you didn't derail cause I asked. I, I do was have just looking one to last see. question though. Yeah. Uh, do you eat a lot of capers, Dante? No. Uh, okay, there's like, no, only, I think there's five, five to six grams in the Italian chicken recipe yeah. I make at dinner. That's five or six grams too much. Oh, you don't like capers? <laughs> I hate capers with a passion. <laughs> this is the first time I've ever had them or knowingly have had them. Um, mm-hmm. The biggest thing that I think I've hated so far has been, uh, and I had this literally right before recording the the interview with Fear for his podcast, was the kale and shrimp salad. And Ugh. Uh, and, and quinoa was in that like it was good but the kale tasted like absolute dog do like mm-hmm. I, I i was like get the kale out of the house we had like a whole bag of it my wife's like i'm not gonna eat this and i was like all right well it's gone like we're trashing it uh yeah. that's the one thing we'll waste <laughs> i don't get how that became so popular people must hate themselves for eating that they do they do like for eating kale spinach yeah. is great but kale no dude yeah i'll deal with spinach every day i love a good spinach but kale is just I don't know. And that's like, you might as well eat the dirt off the floor. Yeah. It, yeah. it, it tastes like, even when you wash it, it tastes like unwashed garbage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, before we move on, I do have uh, one, one more additional question. Uh, Dante, do you like to get into capers? Into capers? Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm lost on the, on, you on know, the, like on the word cap- play we're so going for. So a caper is, is like a, a gross food of some sort right but it, it's also like an adventure like a caper like get into a i'm about to google capers <laughs> <laughs> yeah c-a-p-e-r right am i crazy now i have to look it up i do a caper <laughs> uh skip or dance about in a lively or playful way oh okay an activity or escapade typically one that is illicit or ridiculous i like mm-hmm. that that is that our segue into our podcast about a link to the past randomizer i, it, I was <laughs> hoping we could kind of get there somehow some way uh it didn't really work out that way but hey we're here now yeah so. we are that's like have you ever heard those stories about um like a tornado comes and uh like picks up an entire school of kids and puts them all down uh, like a mile away, all next to each other, completely unharmed. Have you heard stories like that before? Can't no, say it sounds like the Wizard of Oz. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I heard stories like that so many times in elementary school. Of like, did you know, or like, can you believe it? Like that that a whole school, I specifically, it was like in China, a school of twenty kids picked up by a tornado and put down a mile away unscathed all Hmm. next to each other like i remember being told that story so clearly and now as as an adult as i retell it to you it sounds insane like there's no way that's true right are you sure elementary school wasn't uh infiltrated by chinese spies who were trying to propaganda (laughs) yeah maybe i made the china part up i don't know maybe it was some other country i have no idea i just tornado school one mile. That's the. Oh, now we're googling this. Term. All right. Well, we'll see you guys in two hours. Okay. No, I got to put this away. All right. Maybe maybe somebody else can help me in the Discord. I I feel like I'm going crazy. It was like one of those Scholastic magazines that you would get sometimes. Uh, if that helps, I don't know. Anyway, a link to the past randomizer. We're here to talk about it. If you can believe that, I know it's not <laughs> uh, readily apparent, but that is what we're going to talk about here. And the first topic that we have on the dossier is we want to talk about um, it's kind of one large topic that contains some new modes, uh, a new tournament. Um, I guess that's pretty much it. So uh, we've got Structural Mike and Homemade Beer. They have recently released an async sheet for did the async sheet come first or did, yes. was the tournament first? The, the asyncs okay. came first from what I gathered uh, from them chatting oh, okay. in my stream the other day was. Uh, it was built to see what people kind of liked and if these were <laughs> viable to even really play. <laughs> OK, so they concocted five new modes and we're going to talk about the, what the modes are. Uh, they're all they're all pretty wacky as a spoiler alert. Uh, and then I guess after that announced that they were going to be running a tournament that features these five modes that they've created 
Um, and the tournament's got a fantastic name that we'll we'll get to. Uh, so first, let's talk about these five modes that they have created. And we'll we'll try to go through this quickly. I don't necessarily want to like get super into every single one of them, but uh, the very first one is called "Is This Even Randomized?" Except that it's got like that SpongeBob SquarePants like alternating caps. <laughs> Uh, you know, like the meme of him where he's like pretending to be a bird or whatever. So it's more like, is this even randomized? Like that kind of thing. Can you do the rest of the episode like that? (laughs) Hell no, absolutely not. I've been thinking about how I was going to say that for days. Um, Oh, (laughs) so what this does, (laughs) so what this does is it has a, a really neat feature that I have not seen anywhere before in any other modes. And I'm sure I'm, I could be wrong, but it, it, nothing jumps out. Uh, There are items that have a 50-50 chance to be in certain places. So as we start off, the the seed has a 50-50 chance of being either standard or open. And there's a 50-50 chance that Uncle either spoils the boots location or not. And then pretty much everything has a 50-50% chance of being either in its vanilla location or randomized. So all inventory items, the green pendant, crystals 5 and crystal 6, uh, medallions are either Ether and Quake, respectively, for Meyer and TR, or they're something else, randomized. Uh, and the compasses and maps, this is actually an MC shuffle, kind of, because keys are where they go, but compasses and maps are a part of the overall pool. Uh, and they either have a 50-50 chance of being in their vanilla location or being spread anywhere in, within the other items. Um, Lamp has multiple vanilla locations, only one of them will be chosen if the role is vanilla. Um, like I said, keys are where they go. Um, everything else is randomized. So that's the first one. I, I would love to talk more about this, but I'm going to stick to my own rule. And uh, let's just go ahead and sum them all up first. So does one of you want to take on uh, the next wacky mode that these two have clicked up? Sure. Uh, I'll go for the whatever the heck this name is. Inverta Chrismizer. Uh, it's an all dungeon seed, but it's inverted ludicrous speed, uh, which I'm sure everyone's familiar with. Uh, six starting hearts, four of each progression item and quality of life item, no hearts or heart pieces uh, or other resource items, and tree poles are bombs and bush crabs are always rupees. Uh, there's enemy shuffle and full boss shuffle. You get starting compasses, boots, and 19 rupees. I'm not sure why it's exactly 19, but that's what you get. Sounds silly. And uh, for they, since it's an async sheet and they provided, I believe, six seats for every mode, uh, they specif- specified here that seats four to six, so the last three, uh, have Aga and Ganon RNG set to zero cycle. So you'll get the fastest Aga and Ganon fight you'll ever have in your life. <laughs> that's, that's, I can get behind that. Yeah, that's a good one. I like that. I do have a quick question on the first one, though. What the crap is POH? I'm just not figuring out the acronym. Peace of heart. Mm. Of course, that <laughs> makes so much sense. I was like, Pegasus of our running fast or something. <laughs> Pegasus of, <laughs> oh man, that's fast. Um, all right, Dancy, tell us about True Pot Hunt. Yeah, this I've, one is bonkers. Yeah, I actually played this one yesterday. Uh, it's pretty good. So uh, it is Pottery Lottery. We've talked about, I think we kind of teased that here on the podcast at some point. It uses Door Branch. Um, so Pottery Lottery, there are lots of pots. Uh, but anyway, the goal is 213 Triforce pieces out of a total of 420. Uh, and uh, those are placed about and it's cross keys plus shop sanity plus key drop shuffles. So it makes it even I, I, I forgot. Like when I played this, I totally forgot it was entrance and shop sanity and key drop shuffles. So I yeah. ran to Hyrule Castle and was like, oh, uh, it's entrance. OK, so I had to open an entrance tracker. Um, and then I learned the hard way. It was key drop shuffle when I had my sword and went to go uh, later on, you know, do a dungeon. But anyway, uh, the pottery lottery stuff we talked about, and it is starting boots. It's lamp and you get 420 rupees to begin with, and you're going to get a lot more uh, throughout picking up all the pots. But I thought this mode was actually pretty fun. It's my first experience with pottery lottery. And I'll say that uh, for Triforce hunt, it's it's fun. It's I don't know if it's ever going to be like taken seriously by, you know, the the highest tier of competitive randomizer. But uh, <laughs> it was it was fun to play. Like, I think it's a really good mode to just chill, play with your friends. Um, I think it's kind of what their goal is here too, is just have some, some fun stuff, but I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. 
Mm. You also played Anti Vroja. Right? I did. I did. All right, go ahead and tell us about that one. So Anti Vroja is just the seven seven defeat Ganon. It's inverted. The swords are vanilla. You do not start with one. Uh, the big keys are vanilla, which are one hundred percent vanilla. They are in the initial or the the vanilla chest, like not just in the dungeon, but the compasses are guaranteed to be on the bosses. That means there's guaranteed to not be an item on the bosses, hence the anti-Vroja part. Um, The maps are wild, and so are the small keys, which kind of made things a little awkward, but uh, it's, you know, it's different. I like it. And uh, you get starting flute with inverted. So that's, it opens up a lot more uh, at the beginning, especially with keys and stuff. So uh, it's, it's a fun twist. I had a good time with it. It, um, I had I had trouble with the seed. I, the the rust was showing, and I was taking my time. Uh, but yeah, it was uh, it was fun. Mm. Uh, it sounds terrible to me. <laughs> well, let me <laughs> guess because it, it's inverted. Yes, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, and then the final one is called "Why Is That There." Uh, it's an open seven seven Ganon. It guarantees that you will have a bow locked progressive bow. It guarantees a fire-locked fire rod. Boots are at a scoutable overworld location or in Hookshot Cave in the Bonkable Chest. Swamp Palace has a progressive sword and Titan's Mitts. <laughs> uh, that's so funny that it I don't quite it. understand this part. It says Titan's Mitts, one is in Swamp, and then it says progressive glove, two are randomized. So we have two progressive gloves, but we also have a unique Titan's Mitts item that's always in Swamp. Uh, that makes no sense to me at all. <laughs> wait, what did you what did you say about that first thing about one of the gloves being guaranteed? Well, it says Titan Smiths, one is in Swamp, and then below it it says Progressive Glove, two are randomized. But if we have two Progressive yeah. Gloves, that's already Titan Smiths. Right, so you could potentially, if I'm reading this correctly, and oh, I, I haven't I played it, it, you could skip, like in the old versions of Rando, if you didn't have a glove and you went into Swamp, you could just get your Titan Smiths. Yeah, that's fair. So there's like two progressive cloth items, but there's a guaranteed unique Titan Smith's item in Swamp yeah. if you're too lazy or whatever. Exactly. You just want to beeline it for that. Okay. And I don't know yeah. how the seed will, I don't know how the logic will build around it. Uh, that yeah, actually sounds that's my main question. kind of interesting. You know, maybe both gloves are locked behind the mitts and then you have to get those <laughs> mitts first. I don't know. It, to me, like that, that sounds fun just because there's a, uh, that little bit of vibe of the old days, you know, back before me and yeah. Tim's time where you could just have, uh, you know, mitts, uh, pearl and uh, butter sword by the time you get to uncle or something. <laughs> I feel like and this is just me, you know, talking out of my butt without thinking about it for more than 10 seconds. But I feel like this has a pretty decent potential of generating a broken seed, maybe. Mm. Like, I don't know all the logic implications. Maybe if a, if the mitts are always in Swamp or, you know, the other progressive gloves are randomized, you'll always be guaranteed to somehow get there. Yeah. But it feels like there might be some, like, obscure or, like, weird, you know, item combination or whatever that just makes it impossible to get any of the gloves. I mean, it does. Yeah. If it's it does using seem like it, yeah. nothing Go volatile. Ahead. I think it would build around it. It's just a customizer. And I think you probably, can, it probably does build around it, especially with yeah. the two progressive gloves available in the whole seat. So I'm sure it works out, but it just feels like something weird might happen eventually or whatever. Mm-hmm. So j- just to finish this out, the ice rod is either in sphere one or in turtle rock, uh, both awful. Um, obviously the sphere <laughs> one is good, but if you skip it, uh, that sucks. Shuffle shovel is at the potion shop. Powder is at the flute spot. Non-required big keys are in the wild item pool. Um, that's tower Hera, swamp palace, skull woods and ice palace. All other big keys remain in their own dungeon. So that that's why is that there? So as you can tell the theme there, of course, uh, items where you absolutely don't want to see them turn up are uh, either hard coded to be there or could mm-hmm. very well show up there. Um, so uh, let's let's kind of get back on that conversation we were having. Um, my question when I, when I see that these two people in the community, Structural Mike and Homemade Beer, made five modes as someone who is not as tech savvy as maybe the two of you or a programmer or anything like that, I I don't understand what it takes to make a mode. So maybe one of you can kind of walk me and and people in our audience who aren't familiar with this process through how that goes. Here's a a very dumbed down version. Now, granted, that that is what I need. So I appreciate that. Let me let me stipulate that there's probably some 
weird stuff you have to do in the YAML file to do this 50-50 stuff that they were doing with the the keys and all. Um, but you remember when we did the big mystery multi-world back when you guys first brought me on and we had like, you could, you know, make your own YAML. There was a generator for it or you could like edit the text yourself and send it to me to make the thing like that is what's happening here. And then they have a YAML file like either exported from the customizer made manually uh, and then it's kind of plugged into Sahabot because you are like there is technology in Sahabot to like you could have temps five modes that you like and name them whatever. And then somebody could generate the seed with like ALTTPR preset slash uh, temp slash mode name that you came up with. So it's that's that's kind of the understanding what you're editing in that YAML file is probably the the best way to describe it. Yeah, and just to get quickly back to um, what Dante just said about making your own preset in Sahaba, we had a perfect example in the MT today where uh, Nash Sauter posted uh, that since our standard week is coming up, he generated a preset for Sahabot where you can start a standard C, but you're guaranteed to get bombs as your first weapon, so you can practice that. Uh-huh. He also made one to where it forces you to get burnout first, so you can practice that. And there, uh, he, he posted an empty general in case you guys haven't seen it yet, but it's just, you know, slash ALTTPR preset, Nash Sauter slash force bombs or force burna. And then it'll just generate you a normal standard seed, but you're guaranteed to get bombs or burn as your f- first weapon. So that's an extremely like lightweight, low effort version of what you're able to do with making your own presets. <clears throat> now, if you, uh, as Dante said, write your own YAML file with all the details in it and you know all the, the different, I don't know what they're called in YAML, like commands or key value pairs or whatever, so, you know, you have to know all the names for the things that you're trying to set a specific percentage for or whatever. But I'm sure that's publicly available in Sahabot's API or whatever. I'm sure you can just ask Senec to, to figure it out. And then once you wrote up your uh, YAML file, you give it to him or you can maybe even directly send it to Sahabot. I'm not quite sure how that works. And uh, basically, then you're just in the trial and error phase. Like you try to generate a seed and it either gives you like, you know, couldn't generate seed error or whatever. And it tells you what went wrong and you have to adjust your file or it spits out a seed and then you play it. And more often than not, it'll work. Uh, Apparently, I don't know if any of you uh, uh, have been witness to this, but we had our first actual broken seed on the ladder not too long ago. Ooh. With uh, one of the entrance modes. I forgot, uh, inverted entrance or something like that? Inverted cross keys. <clears throat> inverted cross keys. So what Synax said about that, <clears throat> there have been four known incompletable seeds that were generated uh, since inverted cross keys became a thing. And I think Cassidy was, Cassidy Moen was like kind of the lead dev on the inverted cross key stuff. So there's mm-hmm. obviously some stuff to be fleshed out still. I think they've already figured out what some of the problems are and are fixing it. But I still think it's pretty good considering, you know, the mode doesn't get raced a lot and it's gotten raced probably the most here with ladder having it as a mode in a season. Mm-hmm. And we, the fact we only got one, I think so far is pretty good. Uh, you know, still you, you can't, mean, I, I, you know. I think it's an amazing track record, but I thought I was talking to Dunka about this. I thought it was so fascinating after all these years to finally actually yeah. witness, you know, not someone yeah. just being like, my seat's broken because yeah. they don't know how to hookshot over in the dark world, you know, or something right. like that. But it's actually a broken seat that is not completable. That's Didn't, not something you run across very much. Weren't both runners like three plus hours in and they were like, I'm officially out of things to do, even sequence breaking. <laughs> I don't know what we can do. Yeah. They really tried their hardest because, I mean, you know, to to our own fault, we've always been very adamant about there are no broken seeds. If it feels Mm -hmm. broken, you probably forgot something. So people are very, you know, hesitant about going, oh, my seed's broken, because that's usually the first thing anyone says who doesn't really know all the small details and all the like little mean things that can happen. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it it was an actual broken seed. But anyway, I didn't mean to derail us too far about this. No, you're good. No, um, yeah, you're good. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, basically, I uh, before we started recording, a bit dismissively, I said, well, you know, they just clicked a couple of things together in the customizer that look good and then called it a new mode. 
Uh, it's sort of that, but there goes a little more thinking and, you know, preparation and knowledge goes into that than I said so dismissively. Yeah. So yeah. it's so I guess the, so the answer to my question of like, you know, how does someone make this? It it's not so prohibitive. Somebody could ask a few questions in the discord if they had an idea for something and probably with the help of maybe someone who's in the community or in a day or two put together a preset of their own if they oh, had an for idea. Sure. Yeah, for you sure. too, Tim, could make your own mode. <laughs> uh yeah. And and go wild. Yeah, you could make your dream mode. Yeah, the only time I really remember anyone making a mode before this is um, you know, Bwayne with Ambrosia, and that one really took off. And I'm sure other people have been doing this, but not since then and now with you know structural mic and homemade beer and these modes have i you know really seen yeah uh, do you know and again i'm sure you know you can think of a million times people have made you know little one-off kind of modes here and there for me this is as someone who's not you know reading every single discord these seem like uh it seems like a renaissance of like new modes that are community created that i think is pretty cool yeah i mean we had dunka created in Vroja. Uh, retrans. Well, okay, that's fair. I guess uh, Dunka, because speed. he has the ladder. Yeah, yeah, it feels like like he has his own way to roll them out. So it's it's almost like he's a dev in a lot of ways. You yeah, know? pretty much. We're we're kind of the test bed. And I do have to say, I've said this before on like an announcement streamer or somewhere. But uh, the only person who thinks of these modes is Dunka. And the best I do is like he he presents me with a thought of mode, and he's like, "What what's your thoughts on this?" And I'm like, "Uh." Sounds good to me, I guess. Mm -hmm. And then we put it in. And, you know, if people like it, we keep it in. If people don't like it, we're like, all right, well, that wasn't so great. Maybe we'll bring it back some other time or adjust it a little bit. Mm -hmm. So it definitely makes it easier having the ladder of a little bit of a test bed. But I, I think you bring up a, you bring up a good point, Tim. I think this kind of came from... <clears throat> how do I put this? I think this came from a desire to, you know, spice things up a little bit more than they usually are because you have your ladder, which is, you know, a little better than just racing the same mode over and over again. But you have to see that it fits with your schedule and you don't maybe you don't like all the modes and stuff like that. Right. And then overall, if you think about it, even with all the tournaments, what, what are we playing? Like, yeah, the casual boots tournament filled up super quickly, but it's, you know, casual boots is not a mode that we haven't played before. It's, it's something that everyone yeah. knows and everyone likes. That's why it filled up. So yep. this is like, all right, let's, you know, let's spice things up a bit. Let's just think of something crazy and see what sticks. And as Dante was saying earlier, I'm not sure if he mentioned it on the recording or off the recording, uh, both Structural Mike and Homemade Beer uh, have admitted to this just being, you know, for shits and giggles, for lack of a better word. They were like, well, we're actually surprised people are into this and are playing these modes. We just yeah. thought these up for, you know, fun. And now yeah. suddenly uh, people are all over it. So, you know, there yeah. seems to be it, some sort of interest in this. It really proves that, like, you you make something and it's slightly different and everybody everybody's going to want to do it, you know? And... Even if it's even if it's dumb, not saying these are, but I'm saying like if you make something dumb, I'm sure somebody's going to play it. You know, I mean, look at all the people who play Champion Swordless in uh, <laughs> in ladder. I mean, it's you know, if they've not had the map compass shell anyway. Um, but yeah, like in the DM, you know, I got with some of the info from beer, you know, uh, the the quote. I love this, by the way. It's we've decided that there are nearly or not nearly enough tournaments happening this summer. And we went <laughs> ahead and created an entirely new format five yes five new modes that are going to be presented for this tournament and each will offer something different fun and exciting like that's that's kind of what they're going for so it yeah. is definitely it's definitely different like every mode that is different mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. so it, it's still easier i you know it, maybe it's not as easy as finding your goal and mystery but this is definitely easier than reading like a list of you know kyong phd level uh, you know, mystery weights on what you're going to get. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that, that is very fair. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, yeah. yeah and, and to your point earlier, Dandy, I think people are at least, especially the people who are uh, participating in tournaments a lot and who are very active in the racing community, they'll at least be willing to give it a try. Even, mm -hmm. you know, it might turn out that they maybe they personally don't like one specific mode or maybe one specific mode actually isn't all that great. And people are like, man, this mode kind of sucks. But everyone's at least willing to give it a shot just because it's something new. And I think that's a, 
that's a very cool and b very you know kind of supportive like it makes people feel like they could just think up some stuff and present it to people and then you know you'll find someone who tries it and maybe if it catches on it might be a popular mode you don't Mm -hmm. uh you don't ever succeed at anything until you fail a couple times so if you never put yourself out there on anything, even if it's creating something as you know trivial as a new randomizer mode, you, you're never gonna uh, you're never gonna succeed at it unless you try. So there you go. I mean, yeah. we you know some people thought the ladder was gonna fall flat on his face. Now look at the la- look at ladder go. You know, ladder go burr. Like it goes up. <laughs> it sure does. Yeah. Yeah. So since we're talking about this tournament, a couple other things that are sort of fun about it. Um, It is uh, officially titled a very inconspicuous and normal ALTTP randomizer tournament 2022, which, of course, obviously uh, is reduced to avian art 2022. So this is the avian art tournament, (laughs) which is just so delightfully confusing. Um, It makes no sense and also is, is great. Uh, qualifier syncs start July 11th, and this is something they're doing a little different too. It's going to be a series of asyncs over mm-hmm. five weeks, um, and uh, is basically the way that they're kind of policing this is as long as you have the correct title of your stream for a VOD that you submit, that is your confirmation that yes, you did actually race this. You know, and you got the time you said you did. Otherwise, they'll you know, I would imagine essentially, you know, kind of take people for their word. And it's nice, you know, what we're used to in this community are, you know, a bunch of qualifier times offered that you have to kind of make time for. And hopefully you can do five of the 20 or whatever the case is. But I'll be curious to see how the um, how the asyncs go. I think that's a cool way to to do these qualifiers. Very similar to kind of what we do for like an aptitude test with uh, mentor tournament. You know, what's meant to be about learning. Mm -hmm. This is meant to be about fun, you know, people <laughs> I don't think this would work for the main tournament just because people take it way too freaking serious but uh it uh it, it, I think I think async qualifiers are a fun way to not overload somebody and to get somewhat you know accurate seating as well yeah I will yeah. say though that by the timing that they've put up in their rules document it looks like it falls right into the time frame of the online portion of SGL and ends like right before the in-person SGL event starts so I don't think it's going to be that stressful for people, you know, nah. but it might, especially since they're capping their tournament at 32 players and it says 32 select participants. So I don't think they're, you know, it's not an invitational. That's why they're doing qualifiers, but 32 people should be doable. Oh, yeah. And uh, yeah, but it's just something I noticed that like falls right into the hashtag of chill scheduling. I think that is what we yep. need to have. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, I think this whole thing is pretty cool overall. Um, you know, having another tournament, I think is fine for the reasons we've talked about. It's very different from anything that's come before it. So that's always welcome. Mm -hmm. Um, and the last thing I guess that I'll say, and I'll let you guys, you know, if you have supporting thoughts, uh, share them, but I am excited to see, you know, like I said, I've never seen a, a mode that offers like this item has a 50% chance of being here. Yeah. That to me yeah. feels like a new, fresh kind of that's, way to play this. That's the coding part so. of the YAMLs. I, I like, I don't know. I'd have to see if I go pop the YAML and read it. Like I, I know, mm-hmm. I don't know how to program, but I can read a YAML somewhat. So. Yeah. Well, in YAML, I was just looking it up here. It stands for like uh, yet another eight, something. I think yet uh, eight markup language. YAML eight markup language. It's one of those recursive. Oh, okay. Like the Y is YAML, so I don't know how that mm-hmm. came about. But yeah. Um. Anyway, yeah, they're they're fairly easy to parse, and um, you know, like I was saying, if you have an idea for a mode and you really want it to be a reality, you should head into the main Discord, and and there's probably someone that can help you get on your way with creating that. But maybe these uh, two yeah, guys played, could do it too. I mean, you know, yeah, uh, they're both hit, very hit friendly and they like helping people out. So uh, I'm not going to say go DM them constantly to help you make a mode, <laughs> but I, I, you know, join their Discord and they might actually uh you know, help you out. Not a bad idea at all. Um, so yeah, w- sorry, I got a little off track. What I was going to say, I I'm really looking forward to seeing, uh, people play some of these modes like five or six times and develop strategies like this, you know, um, is this even randomized one kind of feels like you should just play it like it's an like it's an NMG almost, because if there's a 50 percent chance of your progression being in a certain place, like how do you how do you pass that up? You know, so yeah. I, I'm just really curious to see like what what it turns into. 
I mean, it's uh, already all interesting most, really. to see. I'm not sure if I'm reading this right, but if you're looking at the async seat, that I'm sure we'll provide a link to in the description. Mm -hmm. uh, they have a, a, um, a column marked time submitted for all the seeds. And I'm not sure, is that like how many people have submitted it? That's how many people. I thought okay. the same. You were wondering if it was like a, a mm -hmm. improve on your time. Right, yeah. right. No, yeah, it's I how many thinking, people. Okay, yeah, that makes more yeah. sense. Because it, it looks like uh, it might be, you know, they have the leader right next to it. And I'm like, well, did that guy submit the same thing 10 times until he had the best time? Or is it like yeah. 10 different people? But no, okay. And you that thought that because just last time we were talking about, or maybe it was two episodes ago, we were talking about those, um, Dante, you'd brought it up, those... Uh, like seeds where you just you just keep doing mm -hmm. you know the same seed over and over yeah, time yeah. You get faster and faster the, the yeah. spoiler ones which um yeah yeah we had what was it more of uh more of those I actually won it this time so oh, yeah and now I'm making nice. everybody play Animizer nice. <laughs> <laughs> congrats GGs um cool okay yeah so do you guys have any final thoughts about this upcoming tournament these new modes anything left unsaid no, I think we covered it pretty thoroughly. Yeah. I'm I'm curious to see how it all works out and how people respond to the modes and which one kind of like I'm most curious about which one of these will kind of emerge as the fan favorite, you know, because I feel like there's bound to be one where it's like, yeah, this is definitely the best one. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. Cool. Sweet. All right. Well, then in that case, let's go ahead and move on. If you want to weigh in, hit us up in the discord. Love to uh, talk more about this. And of course, um, they actually have a discord as well for this upcoming tournament. So obviously people will be talking about it there and we will link that in the description. All right. Next up, we have main tournament discussion. Uh, Dante, have you been able to keep up uh, with these as thoroughly as you did the last time? No. Uh, <laughs> I well, I mean, I can't blame you because you got so thorough last time. I don't know how well, you could. I figured it would be easier, but the matches fell at times where I just was very busy. So I had to kind of get brief summaries. But uh, so Schulzer and GFE have concluded their series into top four uh, or in top four. And Schulzer came out 2-0 against GFE. So congrats to uh, Schulzer for making it into the finals. Uh, congrats to GFE for getting top four. Still has that potential bronze match to claim top three. Uh, really good run from from GFE. Really proud of him. Um, and Andy versus Obscure uh, has had one game. That was this past weekend. And Andy took that game. I believe that was inverted keys. Don't quote me on that. Uh, and games two and three are Saturday and Sunday, respectively, are at 12, uh, 10 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, you know, three, obviously, if necessary. But uh, yeah, those should be games to watch. We're going to see our finals uh, potentially come to fruition here very, very soon. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Awesome. So it's going to be either Schulzer, Andy or Obscure Lifeform. Yep. Yep. As the champion. Awesome. Very good. Well, we will uh, let you know who comes out on top. I assume in the next episode or we might be saying like, you know, tune in tonight or tune in this weekend. But mm -hmm. either way, main tournament wrapping up rapidly. Yeah, we're we're getting to the end. I'm I'm yeah. sure uh, people participating in it would uh, disagree with the rapidly part, but other than that, <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, well, compared it's to the length us. of the whole tournament, yeah, it's rapid for us. Uh, and then, of course, we have the Challenge Cup. We have our top four set for that. Uh, on one side, we have Farfalu versus Vinter. On the other side, uh, fan favorite Doctor Diabetes versus Krellbell. Um, so good luck to all four of those participants. Krellbell, I have to say, is someone that, you know, I've had a few conversations with. They hang out in the Discord. Um, they've been pretty active in, you know, past mentor tournaments. So my uh, my secret allegiance is with them. But I wish all four of them the best of luck uh, as they come allegiance. to the end of their tournament. My allegiance. Mm. Yes. My, my <laughs> I, When I call my banners, it will be for you, Krellbell. You pledge allegiance to the Krellbell. Of the United States of Rando. <laughs> that was weak. That's so weak. All right, let's let's get out of here. GMP community updates. So mentor tournament. We're currently in our. Uh, you know, this, we have this traditional two week round uh, at the time of SGDQ, which is uh, uh, just ended. Um, but this is our, our two week week. So most people have got their races in, but we have a few that are kind of uh, finishing up this week. Um, I had something kind of fun happen. So a coworker of mine in my IRL job 
uh, has expressed an interest in Rando, and I got to talking to him, to him about it one time, uh, one Friday afternoon with with uh, beers in hand, and he was telling me that he is uh, he likes to play key sanity seeds, but he doesn't race them. He just plays them like it's a puzzle game, and you know it'll take him two or three days to beat one. So uh, he's familiar with the layout of uh, you know a normal randomizer seed essentially, but not exactly fast. And I really wanted to try to get him into the mentor tournament, but by the time I told him about it, he only had a week to do the two asyncs and I think was only able to get one of them done. It ended up not working out. Uh, so I felt bad and I offered to him, hey, if you ever want to go through a seed as if you are in the tournament, you know, I'd be happy to mentor you. And so uh, my wife and daughter were out of town last week. And so we made plans to do a mentored seed. And uh, it was a lot of fun. So this guy, I'm going to I'm going to say his screen name. Shout outs to Dwarven Dynamite. Um, he is a streamer. He mostly does um, Super Mario World hacks uh, like Kaizo hacks and things like that. Um, uh, but, you know, occasionally we'll play other classic games. He he is a Lion King 16-bit Lion King speedrunner. So he's done both Genesis okay. and SNES, and he's on the leaderboard there. So oh, damn, he's, he's play, he plays some retro games. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's legit. Mm-hmm. Um, so we we went through a seed, and I was really impressed with his movement and knowledge of where things were. Um, we did have some you know trouble uh, against some bosses and, and things like that. Um, there was a situation where there was a pendant swamp, and I recommended that he go in there. And he did, and we found our gloves in there. Uh, that's funny. Both we were just talking them? about that earlier. No, just one. <laughs> oh, okay. um, just the mitts. And uh, then he immediately noped out. And I was like, oh, well, there's there's five more items in there. Maybe we might have wanted to hang out of there. And he was like, no, I hate Swamp. We're, we're getting out of there. And I was like, okay, well, maybe you'll be lucky. And it turns out there was a medallion in there to open oh, up no. a dungeon to, <laughs> to get a crystal. I thought so. this was going to be a happy ending where it's like he <laughs> was right. He left, and it was the right decision. Well, I, I will say, um, so Jossum Sauce uh, randomly over the weekend was looking for a casual boot seed to play with some of his friends. It was like, I'd, you know, I'd rather play like an async or a seed that someone has played before. And I was like, oh, this is perfect. So I gave him the async seed and he played it as well as a few other folks. Uh, I think Zero Nix and Tyler Salt played it. And from what I heard, all three of them went into Swamp, got the gloves and bailed as well. <laughs> so uh, it, was, it was a common nah wow <laughs> i mean hey they wanted to go fast i don't blame them i don't blame my mentee either but well, um, did they go fast in the end or were they idiots because they, no, the they had to double dip a pendant all swamp. right so hurts right <laughs> once again exactly you're correct uh but no uh so you know common pitfall and I, i'm i'm really looking forward to sharing that with him i know it'll make him feel a lot better uh but it was a super fun time it was ultimately took us about three and a half hours um, and, but he said he had a really good time and it's something he'd be, you know, looking to do more of. And I'm hoping next year's mentor tournament will be able to. Nah, we're, he's going to get too good. If he's playing Mario Kaizo hacks, yeah. if he plays this for five more <laughs> seats. He's going to be racing ladder in no time. Uh, he's gonna I get, told him that I was like, you really do have the makings of like a solid player if you want to keep doing this. So yeah, if he's playing we'll Kaizo, see. he knows how to play. Super Nintendo game. If he plays Lion King, you know, <laughs> he yeah, play I Super mean, Nintendo geez, games. If you can speedrun Lion King on the SNES, then you're... Man. Yeah. He's legit. He's very good. Um, all right. So what are we going to do for Bi-Weekly Seed? Do we want to do one of these wacky modes? Or is that too... Crazy? I mean, we can try, but which one would you assume is the friendliest, quote-unquote... Well, do, do we know? If, I mean, I'm sure we can probably reach out to either. We can generate. We can generate here and get one right. No, we can okay. generate. So I just okay. uh, need to know which one we want to do. Um, man, I wish I had a. Uh, oh, I do have some dice. I'm going to roll a ten sided die for four choices. One, two, or five choices. Yeah, exactly. So uh, we'll say one and two is is this even randomized? Three, four, inverter, Chris Miser, so on and so forth. And okay. we've got true pot on anti brochure wise. All right. I'm rolling a D10. Just get these dice. I, uh, I, right, I heard t- I heard multiple dice. There's well, I had to get the other ones out of the tray. <laughs> Five. That is true pot hunt. Oh, baby. Oh, Jesus Christ. All right. Uh, that was the, the one. The memeiest one. Uh, yeah, the one with okay. entrance in it. Uh, hang on. Let's let's get it generated while you guys. Oh, and it's got entrance to. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's got cross keys. It's got shop sanity. It's got key drop shuffle. What a bad it's got idea. Every this pot was. can contain an <laughs> item. 
You got to collect 213 out of 420 Triforce pieces. So, yeah, I had a question from earlier. That out of 420, is that mm -hmm. what the actual number is? Yeah, there's or is 420 items in, like, Triforce pieces placed. That's kind of what's fun about that mode. I heard someone describe it as, uh, and it might have been beer, that you can kind of, once you get, like, rolling out of sphere one of entrance, you can kind of just explore and you're going to get stuff. You just need to remember where mm -hmm. pots are. That's the hardest part yeah. is remembering the pots. Um, so there's so you're saying with all the normal like 216 there's then whatever that subtracted number is of pots that equals 420. So there's yeah. what like 204 pots in the in the game. Uh, yeah, something like yeah. that. There's probably no, no. There's over a thousand. There are yeah. over a thousand checks, like total, with the chests oh, and everything. But now, there's 420 triforces out of all. Yes. Of right. Yes. Okay. 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 I don't know why why I wasn't getting that. Well, this was a bad idea. Let's go ahead and do it. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Sweet. Okay. Well, with that, let's go ahead and wrap it up. All right, so uh, we did have one new review. I am struggling to get it up here. Okay, and it was from Dr. Earworm, a uh, friend of the show, uh, who says, good fun. Wait, I haven't reviewed this yet. Always excited to see a new episode pop up. Thanks for all you guys do to shine a spotlight on different areas of our community. So thank you very much, Dr. Earworm, for the kind words. If you want to leave us a review, you can do so by going to uh, iTunes or Spotify or really any podcaster of choice and uh, just rating us there. We really appreciate that. Um, I don't think we have any email this time. Um, I could think of a question, but I won't. I'm not going to. <laughs> There's a question. Okay. Um, instead, I'm going to tell you uh, what my shout out is this week. All right. And it is a show. I'm getting deja vu like I've said this before. I think it's because I just vu? recommended it to one of my friends. Uh, I don't think I've recommended it on the show. It's an Apple Plus TV show called For All Mankind. Uh, and it the first season came out in 2019. I think they're on their third season now. I'm, I'm making my way through the first season still. But it's really cool. It's about uh, it's an alternate history show about what if the Russians had won the space race. Uh, and made it to the moon before the United States. And like, how would we react to that? How would that change the space race? You know, uh, spoiler alert, it advances it quite a bit. So we, we get a lot more, um, you know, advanced in our technology and in our endeavors, you know, in the 60s and 70s. So it's just been really cool so far. I have no idea how far it goes, um, but I assume season three probably gets pretty wild. Maybe we're like in Mars at that point. I have no idea. Uh, but it's a really cool show, really well written, good script, good good acting. Um, so it's for all mankind. If you can get your mom's Apple TV Plus logins like I did, um, I recommend checking that one out. <laughs> That's pretty right, pog. Cool. Yeah, Perf, what you, you got anything? Good. You got anything? Uh, I'm trying to think. I mean, the last two episodes of this season of uh, Stranger Things came out on Friday, which I've watched. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not going to spoil anything, but I'm not sure how much I like the ending of that. Uh, it's, uh, yeah, if anyone feels like discussing it, I, um, I haven't quite made up my mind yet. It was interesting and good, but I'm not sure I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It was yeah. kind of, you know, I had some thoughts. All right. Um, we'll hang around after the show and talk about all right, it. All right. So bit. sure. I'm gonna say that there are some folks who are very, very generous. That is the, um, my shout out. So Saturday I decided to finally bust out those dance pads and do a, a run of a vanilla master sword on the dance pads. Uh, I didn't think the tower of Hera split would take over an hour, but it did. Um, <laughs> so I'm, I'm officially claiming world record of dance pad master sword percent, uh, <laughs> with an hour 44. <laughs> GG, you earned that. Yeah. I mean, um, we killed Moldorm three times. Twice we fell because the first time I got excited and jumped on the dash button and ran right off the stage. Oh my God. Uh, that clip is so good. Check the link in the description for that clip. That, uh, it's too good to not it share. It made me really sad. Uh, it was so funny though. Like I could it's pure comedy though. Like there, that is the definition it of was, comedy. It was hilarious. So Solsky <laughs> gave me a, a huge raid, which was very kind of him. And then, uh, 
they saw that I had a sub goal. Like after I was seeing how hard this was, I was like, I had a sub goal set to do a full casual boot seed. Uh, and I was like, I need to delete this sub goal. <laughs> and then uh, there was a lot of people who gifted subs very rapidly. And suddenly I'm now having this Saturday to play uh, a casual boot seed on dance pads. So I'm expecting that to take like eight hours. <laughs> oh but, boy. Uh, I just hope there's a uh, swords bef- like I, I can at least have like a master sword before Moldorm. Like that would be ideal, uh, preferably tempered before Moldorm because we even, we, we kind of goofed around and I, um, I, I fought Ganon. That took a little bit of doing, but we killed Ganon on the pad when like the practice hack, we killed blind. Oh, wow. Uh, and mm-hmm. I actually got the Super Mario World practice hack, like hover thing out and <laughs> hovered a decent bit. Like I, I had to use both feet for that. So I don't really think there's a way to hold a direction unless like I just put like a weight on the arrow twister. And I mean, you're going to put your hand on the direction, obviously. Uh, it took every bit of effort to do <laughs> the other because the of the whole like if it was speed it would be fine but if it was since right. it is the only release for one second like finding a rhythm for yeah. that is like stupid um yeah but yeah i'm, I'm looking a clip of that as well as well because it's really funny it's like dante is doing what the sprite is doing like you know doing <laughs> like the, the tap dance kind of maneuver it's great but yeah i'm gonna play that this saturday i think we're gonna start it Sometime like maybe 11. Uh, this is tentative. Uh, Twitter, I'll probably put something, but it'll probably be like 11 a.m. Eastern just so I have enough time to hopefully complete it. Uh, I may I may get somebody to like vet me a seed out with a log to make sure I'm not going to have mm. some like yeah. ridiculously bad time. Uh, but I do want to go in blind. So we'll we'll see how we can make something fun happen with it. Yeah, vetting is a very good idea, I think. Yeah, that's what they do for that. for marathon sometimes like it, you know yeah. so i i, I don't mm-hmm. see any any shame in that not at all no cool well yeah check out uh dante's twitter if you want to make sure that you don't miss that sounds like you can kind of just tune in at any point sunday but if you want to be there from the beginning be saturday sure watch oh, saturday <laughs> yeah, sorry saturday <laughs> mm-hmm. if you want to watch the vod that's sunday <laughs> yeah. if you want to see it live that's gonna be on saturday yeah cool. we'll we'll make it fun Nice. All right. Well, uh, thanks for listening to yet another episode of the Go Mode Podcast. If you want to email us, you can email gomodepodcast.com. We also have a Discord. We're on Twitter as well. Uh, you know, all that stuff. So um, if you have anything that you'd like to ask us or questions that you'd like us to talk about or anything like that, uh, you can send that in there. Uh, okay. That's going to do it for us. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, and we will catch you next time. Right now, it's time to mirror out. Bye.